Hey everyone, uh, before we get into this episode, as you know we were hosting a giveaway a few weeks ago for a WWE shop t-shirt of your choosing. Uh, the winner actually was YTT Collection on Instagram. Uh, we hosted the uh, Instagram live uh, random uh, drawing of the uh, winner and uh, that was the winner there. So uh, look out for um, more giveaways down the road and again a big shout out to YTT Collection on Instagram. Uh, he will be receiving the t-shirt uh, hopefully within a week or so. So uh, thanks again for everyone involved uh, and look, like I said look out for more giveaways down the road and enjoy this week's episode. Ladies and gentlemen, how are you? Episode 12 of Wrestling Journal Podcast, brought to you by WrestleBuzz, at WrestleBuzz on Instagram, at WrestleBuzz with 3Gs on Twitter. It is I, Joseph Crush. Long here with my boys. My boys, Blue. We got uh, NJ3. What's going on, buddy? Ooh, wow. Hey. Ooh, Roman. <laughs> that was nice. What's up, Roman? <laughs> hey, man. Freshly squeezed. Nicky Noodles, right. how's it going? What's up, boys? What's up, Joe? Is that a... Um, New nickname is that? So you're you're for AEW now? Is this, is this no, no, saying? no. Just just my boy Cassidy and Jericho. Okay. The rest have a lot of work to do. All right, fair <laughs> enough. That's a little, little tease, a little tease. I <laughs> enjoyed that match. And we're breaking kayfabe here. My brother-in-law, bad news, <gasps> Tom Canale. Whoa! Whoa. <laughs> going on, boys? It's all, it's all, up, boys? It's all in the family. Yes, sir. <laughs> Gotta be. Do you love fantasy sports and professional wrestling? Of course you do. So join Paper Champion. It's free to play, win real prizes, gifts, trophies, and more. Signups for Season 5 are currently underway. Do you have what it takes to be the next Paper Champion? If so, contact us at kfabecup at gmail.com. Once again, that is kfabecup at gmail.com. Paper Champion. Fantasy wrestling done right. Listen, uh, what a week in wrestling. We had a, a, a second week of um, Fighter Fest and uh, Great American Bash. Um, solid week. To start it off, though, surprising uh, Monday Night Raw. We had a return that uh, maybe was unexpected. Uh, recently fired, Heath Slater came back. Uh, it was an interesting angle that Dolph brought him back. Uh, he got claymored and pinned rather quickly by Drew. It was a whole deal. Um, Main question is, is this the last time we're going to see Heat Slater in a WWE ring? Uh, by the way, that promo he cut was tear-jerking, they say. Uh, very, felt very real, had his free agent shirt on. So, uh, NJ3, we'll start off, you, start off with you, buddy. Uh, what are your thoughts on Heat Slater coming back? Last time we see him in WWE ring, does he look good? What do you, what do you got? Um, I think he looks good. I'm happy that he cut his hair a little bit. I like the shorter look on him. Uh, mm-hmm. That promo was real. That was real. That was raw. That was authentic. Mm-hmm. And I think that that kind of goes a long way. If you're not the best on the mic, as long as you can be real and authentic, that kind of gives you a nice little leeway. Um, I thought it was good. Um, the match itself obviously wasn't what it was 
I guess maybe thought it was going to be during that promo. It definitely yeah. went a lot quicker, <laughs> but I thought that was pretty cool that Slater did bring him back. As long as everyone stayed off the dirt sheets that day, because I did see that there was going to be a return. I made sure not to look because I didn't want to spoil it for myself, but then I did check the report later that people did spoil that it, Heath Slater was going to be on Raw for this yeah. segment. Sons um, of bitches. I think that this is kind of a one and done. I think it's almost like a nice little, um, little paid tribute to him and a nice little send off personally. Yeah, but I'd like to I see agree. him come back. Yeah, but uh, if this was the last one, you know what? He went out memorable, and I think afterwards they they hugged him, whatever. If I know, I saw those pictures on uh, the WWE Instagram. So not the WrestleMania Instagram. Um, did you did you see it on there? No, I didn't see Put it. it up? No, I don't think oh, I okay. it up. All right, so then uh, that's why I didn't see it there. <clears throat> okay. All right. No, I WrestleBuzz on Instagram. You know, check us out. We're doing we're doing great stuff. Yeah, we're doing things. Uh, bad news. Some maybe some good news here. Seeing Heath Slater yeah. back in WWE ring? Yeah, man. I, 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 I always had a soft, soft spot. Bad news, not noodles. Good oh, idea. shit. My bad. My bad, Tommy. Get in there. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> no, I mean, it was very cool. in the party tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was very cool seeing him in the ring again. You know, I mean, I text you guys. I was like, oh, my God. I said, holy shit. And some guys weren't watching it yet, so I didn't yeah. want to spoil anything. So, uh, but no, it was very cool seeing him. And like you guys said, the promo was definitely real. I mean, definitely – it was like tear jerking, as Joey said. It was pretty cool and everything. But I do think it was his last time in a ring because after the match, you know, they, they both bowed. To, you yeah. Know, and everything. So maybe it was like his final bow out of the company type of thing. I mean, who knows? Maybe they'll bring him back like they did with uh, Drake, you know, maybe playing this into uh, like a real life thing. Who knows? But I mean, very cool seeing him and Drew again. I always loved them. Even though it was a stupid gimmick, you know, 3MB, they are best friends and everything. But it was very cool to see him in there again. I agree, man. Uh, Noodles, what do you got on that, buddy? Yeah, of course. I, I totally enjoyed it, man. It was very uh, real, um, emotional uh, little thing that he had there. Uh, it was nice to see him back. I mean, I, I always enjoyed a lot of his work with, you know, the I Got the Kids gimmick, uh, Slater yeah. Gator, mm-hmm. uh, the B team, stuff like that. You know, that was always a fun little ride. Um, and, you know, knowing that he's a highly regarded person, very respected in the locker room is always, uh, you know, nice to see that. But it seemed like it's definitely going to be his final send, send off, mm-hmm. yep. um, which was a nice little way to go out, especially with McIntyre and, and his cloud he has these days. But uh, you never say never, man. So the door is always open in WWE. The guys come and go at, at any time they want to, as long as, uh, you know, they're highly, highly regarded people. Not and very, sometimes not so highly regarded. <laughs> absolutely. No, I think I agree with you guys. Um, I think it is for now, at least the last time we'll see him. I don't think there's going to be a story, like a, a Drake Maverick type uh, thing with him right now. Um, I would like to see him like maybe venture out another uh, promotion, see what else he July can do. July 18th? Yeah. You never know, man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, anniversary. Yeah. Maybe. We're going to watch it. Um, but I would have loved – I know he's hurt, but I would have loved to see Jinder in there with him too, like all three of them together. Uh, I thought maybe – I honestly have a gut, a gut feeling that if Jinder was around, Dolph would have brought both them out, and then they would have had like a nice little send-off, like a three-way send-off. Um, that would have been pretty cool. But you, like we've seen – what we see with Drew, him and he left, got jacked up, came back, WWE champ. Jinder left, jacked up, came back, WWE champ. He's later. I mean, he's it's later in his in his career, but he's jacked up already right now. Maybe he leaves, makes a name for himself, come back in WWE champ. That would be fucking crazy. I mean, that sounds like a shirt shirt promo right there for me. Yeah. Say that again one more time. What? Just how you said it. <laughs> I don't know what yeah. I said. You you leave, get jacked up, you come uh, back WWE champ. Yeah, okay. I mean, that eat sleep. You know, suplex repeat. repeat. I mean, that that <laughs> should be on it. That should be like a T-shirt slogan right it there. It should be, and then have three MB on the front of it. So. Leave, come back, WWE champ. Yeah, get jacked up. 
Yeah, so um, I'd love to see what he can do outside of the company. I want to see the, maybe the WWE chains off him and see get like free him up a little bit because you know there is some sort of restraints that they have in the company. Like same with like Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins. They've been there. Heath maybe had a little more. He he had a little more character build to his. Like we saw different sides of him. Zach and uh, Kurt Hawkins we didn't really see as much. So I'd like to, I'd like to see all those guys venture out and see what else they can do outside the company. So I'm excited to see uh, what we got what we get out of them and Heath. So good luck to him. Um, and you know it was it was it was an emotional man. Well, uh, speaking of emotional promos, later on we'll have a uh, listener question of the week asking us what our favorite promo is. So we'll get into that. If you want to stick around for that, um, yeah. Sticking to uh, Monday Night Raw, um, they debuted a new U.S. title. Um, it's been a while since we've seen a new one. Uh, I think this I don't know how long this one's been around for that they had they've had uh, currently, but. Uh, it was presented by MVP and Bobby Lashley. We're going to get MVP versus Apollo Crews at the horror show that is Extreme Rules, which is an odd name enough that we haven't even talked about yet. But we will get to that once next week comes around. Um, Bad News Canale, your thoughts on the U.S., the new U.S. title? Oh, I absolutely loved it. Mm-hmm. I mean, what's, I mean, it looked – I know it looked beautiful. I mean, compared to what they've had for the last – I think it was like 2002 2003 they brought that one in. And okay. I was never really a fan of it. But this one made it look – with like an actual championship belt and everything, so absolutely loved it. And I was saying, everybody definitely looks better than the TNT championship belt. So. <laughs> no surprise there, Tom. No surprise. Shots there. called. <laughs> I... yeah, no, because you know they always get shot at. So what the hell? I mean, they, they did a great job with it, so they yeah. deserve the credit. So loved it. I agree. Nicky Noodles. Yeah, I liked it too. I thought it was definitely nice. Uh, it's definitely a little bit fresher than some of the other title reveals that they've had in, in years past. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I was a fan of it. So it, it, it was cool to see something a little, a little bit different and uh, a little bit fresh. So I'm cool. I agree. Um, NJ three, your thoughts on the new U S title here, but I mean, I thought it was pretty sweet too, to be honest. I, I thought it was different. Um, I definitely wouldn't have expected that. I didn't see any leaks on the internet, which is good. So whatever they had, they definitely kept it behind closed doors, which Please do that more often. It's nice to be able to kind of have nice surprises, like legitimate surprises. But I thought it was a good-looking title. Um, Tommy, listen, Cody said in his one of his promos that during the pandemic, they couldn't finish the TNT title. So I'd, I'd like you to take that back from my boy Cody. Yeah, yeah. All right? Yeah, 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 Don't be yeah. beating him up over there. That title is unfinished, but it will be finished when this pandemic is over. I'm just kidding. I mean, until I but no. see, we'll see, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that, 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 that new U.S. title is pretty nice. I do like it. Um, it's definitely different, which is cool. And I think Tommy was right. It, I, last time I remember was that they had the Spinner U.S. belt with John Cena. Then I think they flipped to this one, and that's been it for like yeah. a long time time a very yeah so yeah, i it's, definitely do yeah i didn't have any issues with the older one i think it was just time for a change so glad yeah. the the route they went with the title um and maybe a couple of things I'd, I'd add nothing crazy the way it is is fine uh the tnt championship is god awful and uh <laughs> it's worse than the 24 7 championship let's get out there until i see the new one it's the worst um yeah at the, no, I'm at the end of the day fellas this it's the man who makes the title not the title that makes the man all right hey <laughs> Who's who's Listen. who? Who's gonna make the towel better? Our truth for the twenty four seven championship or Cody for the TNT championship? Oh, who cares? <laughs> no. no, but I'm cool. Our truth is the man. Our truth won won the title more times in a week than Cody ever did. In the, in the he's a he's a thirty. Was he a thirty eight time thirty eight champion? Something like that. I don't know. Yeah, but the the new title is great. Uh, I'm excited to see where they go with it. Hopefully, bring back a little more prestige to, to that mid, that certain title because we we've gotten that with the IC title. We've seen it over the past few years. The US title kind of has been always been the lower mid card title. So 
maybe this will help bring it up to its uh, rightful spot in the card. Um, Every yeah, title has some clout. You know, it's a little, yeah. it's a little silly that um, you know over the years titles have gotten diminished in a way. And yeah. it'd be nice that everyone had their own importance to it, you know, in their own specific way. Yeah, I mean, look I at agree. the feud going on right now. MVP, Bobby Lashley's in there, Apollo Crews, you got Ricochet, you got Yeah, Sandy no, it's nice. It's nice I what mean, they got. Said the I mean, they got, they, got some, they got some guys in there that I like that. Like, you have, like, you have actually have a bunch of people, like, around this title, around this storyline. I think it's yeah. pretty good, so. I'm glad they didn't go the route of, like, how the WWE Championship and the Universal Championship are and, like, just throw an uh, American flag behind it. I'm like that. At least they yeah. like, kept a little difference to it, like how the IC mm-hmm. title is different. So I'm glad they just had the mindset of doing that. So I'm I'm pretty cool with the way it's at. Um, we're getting Ray and Seth for at the horror show that is Extreme Rules. I, don't, I can't stand. I don't, I don't know how they do that. Who made up that name of the show? Uh, it's they're calling it an eye for an eye match, and then there's there's things coming out that are saying you actually have to move the other opponent's eye to win <laughs> not very pg i tell you that yeah so i just want to i mean there's we can question are they taking away from the angle of moxley and jericho when they had that going when, when for the first uh was it the first defense of the aw championship yeah that was the first defense right jericho versus moxley was that the first go run or was it jericho versus uh omega do we know off the top of our head Tell me you're the stack guy. I'm trying to remember it. Yeah, no, it was the first defense. I want to say. Um, I think you're right. I think it was. The but they were time. they were doing like the eye. It was like they kept mentioning an eye for an eye. But uh, now with this cer- certain stipulation, it adds a little more extra to it. Nicky uh, Noodles, what are, what are we getting with this eye for an eye match? You have to remove the other person's eye. How does this work? What are we going to do? Here? I I wish I knew how that worked. I really wish they would have stayed away from the whole eye eye for an eye thing and and kind of mimic what uh what's kind of already happened already on AEW. I do love like the storyline as far as Ray and Seth. I think it's awesome. And with the sun involved and the whole setup they have going on, but the eye for an eye thing just kind of throw me off out of whack here. I don't really know what to say about it. To be yeah, honest, I, I, I don't like, I don't like plagiarism, plagiarism on any level. <laughs> and a guy like Rollins has no business being involved in something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah, you, we, with the storyline itself, I think they didn't need to add anything like crazy like this. No, everything was going great with it, man. It really was. I mean, I would have been better off like a career for a career thing or something, even though they've done that a million times, but at least it's believable. Mask for hair. Hey. Oh, yeah, something. Yeah, you could have done something a little different yeah. for sure. But the eye for an eye thing, I mean, that's just that's ridiculous. NJ3, you got a lot of things to say. What do you got for this? Hit him with it. Right, listen, I talk 70% of the time. Don't forget it. Um, that's what the stats are telling us. No, I mean, listen, I, how, do you, how does this one work out, right? This is not going to be a gimmick match, right? They're not pre-recording this. So what is going to legitimately be an eye for eye, eye for an eye? I mean, is it going to be like how they've done, like what happened with Ray and his eye on the steel steps and he got, he was bleeding again. Like that considered eye for an eye, but yeah, you just said that you actually have to take the other person's eye. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know how they're going to play that one to be very honest. It's um, real interesting, but I would want hair versus mask <laughs> if you wanted to do something or, or career versus hair. I don't know. Something better than that. Yeah, I'd love to see Seth with the shaved head. That'd be phenomenal. Um, yeah. Bad news, Canale. I kind of have a theory behind why they're doing this, and That's I mean, it. I could be 100% wrong. I think Seth loses, and this is his way to go off TV for a while and tend to Becky while she's out pregnant. You know what I mean? So maybe mm. this is the way to write him off for a little bit. Who knows? So, I mean, I can't understand all the reason why it'd be eye for an eye. You know what I mean? Like, 
just, I don't know, just, just bizarre to me. But maybe this is their reasoning behind it if he loses. So see what happens. It's yeah. certainly plausible. Yeah, that's definitely a, a good a good theory behind it. I think. Well, first, that'd be – I mean, I know he has a child coming. I think that'd be a huge mistake because Seth Rollins is one of the things holding the WWE together right now. I think they need him around as long as they can. Um, I think this could be the time where we see um, Dominic join Seth or maybe not join him but at least turn on his father. Um, they There's that whole thing going around with how Ray isn't technically under contract at WWE. Right at, currently, like, he's just – he's working for them. Like on a, on a, it wasn't it wasn't like he's teasing retirement for like a while now, or that we're yeah. like circling that he was going to retire. So and then it would just seem odd for him to get like a major extension at this point. Yeah, no, it's crazy. And then I also I didn't have this on notes, but I, we may have even talked about it in the group chat. But they there's a rumor that AEW is going to match whatever WWE offers him if they offer him. I've read that too. Yeah, I've read that too. Interesting. So I don't know what Ray's current um, situation is with long term. But this could be – I mean, he already lost one eye technically, so they could just mm. double him off and lose the other and just call it a day. And like, call it a just, career. Call it a career, <laughs> yeah, right? There you go. Um, but I could see, like, th- there's really no signs of – and uh, Seth hasn't been really hinting at another person in a, in a few weeks, so maybe they're, they're going to veer away from bringing Dominic in because we've, we've talked about that in prior episodes of that, uh, potentially having Dominic as one of the, uh, the disciples. Um, and they also lost uh, Austin Theory for he hasn't been around either. So I don't know. I know he had some allegations against him at certain point. I don't know how far that was going. Um, but I don't know. I'm, I'm excited. I mean, like it's there. I think they're booking it as like because it's the horror show at Extreme Rules. They're kind of giving a little more like gory feel to it. It may not. It may just be like a just the title of the match and like they don't actually obviously unless they do like some sort of cinematic piece where they actually like they fake it and like rip the someone's eye out. I don't fucking know. I have no idea. So <laughs> we'll see. I, everyone, I'm sure everyone has as many questions as we do uh, regarding the situation here. So just wild stuff. Um, again, not on the notes. I apologize for this. Randy Orton uh, associated himself with Andrade and um, what's his name? Angel Garza. Hey, don't posted, ever forget his name. I posted, uh, I posted on the WrestleBuzz, possibly Legacy 2.0. WrestleBuzz Instagram at WrestleBuzz on Instagram. Uh, what would you? Uh, any thoughts on that? Bad, bad news. Would you take a new uh, like legacy type faction with Andrade, Garza, and Randy Orton? Absolutely. I mean, I love yeah. Legacy from when it, back in the day with him, DiBiase, and Cody. I mean, I thought that was a great. I thought that was a great group. I really did. And I thought they misused them, unfortunately. But I mean, it'd be awesome to see him, Andrade, and Garza together. I mean, he could be like the leader, you know, leading these young guys into you know how to. Do everything and absolutely. So it'd be very cool to see that. And Selena Vega, don't forget about. It. And Selena Vega, ne- never, never, yeah. ever, yeah. ever forget that. And yeah. Kim Orton, Kim- Kimberly Orton. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of like a young Kim Orton too. So yeah. maybe we have something there. Uh-oh. Hey, <laughs> uh, noodles. What do you got? That any, any thoughts on that? I know we didn't. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, it certainly would be cool, man. I just, I'm, I'm just enjoying everything Randy Orton's doing right now. Um, yeah. Especially bringing back the Legend Killer thing. I hope he kind of rides that train a little bit before he starts um, becoming. Uh, you know, uh, more of like a mentor to some of the younger guys because I feel yeah. like he's got another really explosive run in him uh, with as as a legend killer again. So I kind of hope they stick with that before that. You know, he goes down that other road. No, I agree. MJ three, did you see when Orton grabbed Garza during the match? Yeah, ready to slap him up. It was Dude, awesome. Oh, I, I got the boards. Got that. Was, I mean, yeah. Listen, when you got to be put in place, you got to be put in place, yeah. right? Like I'd expect anyone. I expect one of you guys to do it to me if I was getting out of line, right? <laughs> put me in place, and that's what Orton wanted. 
I've done it to Nicky Noodles any time that he's ever gotten out of line. <laughs> I can't it. wait to squeeze you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have a hard time there with those soft baby hands, but oh, no problem. Boy. Oh, boy. Yeah, would you want to see that, Jersey, or what do, you, what do you think? I mean, I think that would be pretty cool. Um, that would be – I mean, with, with everything kind of going on, I mean, you have to kind of have storylines on the fly, right? They tease it a little bit the week prior, have Ric Flair be around a little bit. They did it this week. Um, I thought it was good. I thought it worked well. I was intrigued by it. And to be honest, I kind of want more. So yeah, I'm all for it. I would call them, we call them legacy in Spanish, but you can't because that's legado. legado. And if you watch NXT, there's a, there's a legacy group down there, oh, which I'm shit. sure we'll get to. Yeah. I'm an idiot. Dude, you got to smack me up when I post stuff like that. Come on. <laughs> I'm just, uh, I, I just want you know, sometimes I got to let you kind of get out there and fall on your face and get back. Uh, it's, it's, been, it's, it's been a rough 48 hours for Joey over the last yeah, couple of so. yeah. <laughs> If they didn't have Legato del Fantasma down there with the three of them, then I guess you could call them Legato. Legato. De Orton. That's De Orton. I'm not a, I don't speak Spanish, so I don't want to. No, that's all right. Uh, sticking with you, Jers, because we're in that rotation there. Uh, we had, I'm going to start off your your overall reactions to night two of great American bash. Um, you, you're sporting on, we're on zoom right now and he has a background of Keith Lee in doused in confetti, holding two championships in his hands. Uh, so that was a big deal to you. Clearly. Uh, what are your thoughts on night two of great American bash? I mean, before we get to the main event, I did not yeah. know that I wanted Mia Yim and Candice LeRae in a street fight. I didn't know it until yeah. I watched it. Yeah. Once I watched it, I'm like, I did want this. And Man, that was good. Mm. That was the second tree fight in NXT history at this point. Um, boy, they deliver. They, it, the two of them are great. I kind of want that feud to keep going, to be honest, and I, I think it will because Candice went over. But that was a good. That was a good match. It was physical. It was brutal. It was athletic. I want more. I didn't know I wanted it, but I wanted it. So that was yeah. awesome. Um, I thought night two was good. I thought night two was good. Obviously, the night capped off with, you know. Keith Lee winning the uh, the NXT Championship over Adam Cole. All that I have to say about this before I get into uh, basking in the glory is I just <laughs> pray that they have a good plan for Cole. That's all. Mm-hmm. Like, he mm-hmm. was the longest reigning champ of all time. The guy did it all. He looked the part. He was the part. He is the part. He is the man. All I do is hope is that they do not put him in some stupid low-level blood feud that doesn't make any sense. Please have a plan for him. Let him do something. Um, dropping the title to Keith Lee. Obviously, we know what's next, and it's TikTok time for Mr. Lee. Oh, but yeah. for now, let's bask in his glory because um, between him and Cole, I don't know who had a hotter finish to 2019, but they both are doing their thing. So I guess it makes sense. Boys, the avocado toast is an effect. I know it's late in the evening, but this guy was <laughs> – what a review for NXT. You, uh, you, you know avocado was on that lunch plate, too, for sure. No <laughs> doubt about it. Sliced avocado with some uh, sirloin on the, on the side. Uh, bad news. Some good news. This is a, good, a great night, I think, for wrestling fans. What were your thoughts on Great American Batch Night, too? Oh, no. It was awesome. Like Jersey said, the street fight, we know we wanted, but what an awesome, what yeah. an awesome match that was. I like the Gargano and uh, Scott match. That was pretty cool. You know, yeah. A little singles match here and there. Pretty cool finish. But the main event was just—I mean, those two guys, unbelievable. Like, I hope, I hope Lee holds it for a while. But with Mister, you know, Cross watching in the rafters, there, it's gonna be, gonna be very interesting. So, gonna be pretty cool. No, nah, it was a lot of fun. I agree. Mm-hmm. I know news. We hit a lot of points already. What were your thoughts on uh, night two? No, I thought I, I thought it was a great show. I thought yeah. it was, uh, you know, 
everything on the undercard was really uh, all solid matches across the board uh, uh, between Mercedes Martinez looking strong. Um, oh, yeah. Little Drake just can't get over the hump with Escobar. Uh, keeping that going. Uh, Gargano does his usual. I mean, Johnny Wrestling is top notch. Yeah. Um, but I was the the main event was incredible. But as Jersey alluded to earlier, as well as Tom, uh, me, um, the Candice LeRae match with me. Um, who is it again? Uh, EO. Mia, my yeah. God. Um, Mia. Mia. Yeah. Oh, Mia. Yeah. That's right. Mia and Candice LeRae. Leslie was in full effect, man. What an amazing. <laughs> it was a solid match across the board. Um, and Cole Lee was just incredible. And it was good for good for uh, Keith Lee to really. Uh, take over the reins here for NXT and uh, the clock is taken for Cole to uh, become a main event player in the big leagues. You're calling it. You're calling the call up. I'm calling the call up. It's time. All right. All right, baby. Hey, baby. See. <laughs> Listen. Uh, yeah. You guys hit everything on the head. I knew I was going to come back around to me and get smacked me in the face, but uh, I think what they're going to do with, this is just my pure opinion here. Um, I'd like to see, cause what, what titles cross technically going to go after, how do you make? How do you let this happen? How do you have him pick one and then like? Do, what do you do with this double champ? How do you book the double champ? I'd like to see the way Cole go out because I think you don't. You only end a a long reign like this when you want to. What else does he have to do down there, right? Mm. What else does the undisputed era have to do down there? They've done a lot, so I think if you're gonna send him off in in the right way, I think and to make the booking make sense going forward. Hear me out. This is a crazy idea, possibly. Triple threat match for two titles. Right? Keith Lee, Karrion Cross, Adam Cole. First fall is for the North American title. Second fall is for the NXT championship. I like it. I can That's pretty. That's pretty interesting. So, so I do like it. It, co- so it cross, covers a lot of what you want to do. No question. Yeah. Yeah. So cross get. He doesn't have to go I got right. A caveat for the, though, when you, when you're done. What's that? I got a caveat for you when you're sure, done. Sure. Yeah. And there's. I mean, there could be. I could probably say things I don't even mean right now. Um, <laughs> cross goes for the the North American title first. It doesn't have to be right away either. Let Keith Lee enjoy the double champ stuff. Adam Cole doesn't have to go right up. We can. He could have a couple matches here and there with like Damian Priest or. Uh, Whatever his name is, the big guy, Dijakovic. Um, or just take some time off. He's been fucking champion for 403 days, whatever it was. So just maybe give him a couple weeks off. But have it come to Cross maybe winning the NXT North American Championship first, and then for that second fall, Keith Lee retains and pins Cole. So Karen Cross never really gets pinned in the whole idea. He stays safe. Keith Lee's still champion. And then Adam Cole gets uh, set off into the sunset and hopefully both properly in the main, main roster. But let All me right, hear you, know Andrew 3. Yeah. No, I just want to make sure you just thought about the idea because I guess whoever gets that first pinfall is the is the North American champion. Yeah. And in order to be the NXT championship, then the North American champion, unless you make them double champ again, would have to get pinned again. So I just wanted to make sure that we had the logistics down of your idea. Yeah, I mean, because Cole would have to get pinned twice, essentially, or tapped out twice. That's a tough call. Well, so I just want to make sure. Is it, is it elimination or mm-hmm. is it? No, it wouldn't be elimination. Uh, yeah, it's a good. I mean, I didn't really put too much thought into it, as you can see. Okay. Kind of just All right, no problem. I listen. <laughs> yeah. I just want. I want the to make sure our there. listeners know well, that the idea we are listening to the, the nonsense that may come out. <laughs> All right. All right. Legato, make sure you know. Legacy two point oh. No, but you know what? Honestly, listen. I love. I love the. I love the idea, and that's probably better than what they're going to probably come up with. So, to be honest, yeah. Joey. I don't, but I don't doubt they they can produce something that that actually makes sense. Like again, we're not dealing. we're not dealing with. You're right. Uh, the jabronis up in the main roster and Raw and SmackDown. We're dealing with like Road Dog and fucking people that have lived through like the top era that we've 
experienced in our like lifetime. Oh, so, like, what about Tommy? Like, you know, his point earlier is that maybe Rollins is going to go away for a while because you know with Becky and everything like that. There's a big spot that needs to be filled there if he's gone, and who better to do it than Cole at that point? Absolutely. You know I what agree. I mean? So he's yeah. not. I mean, look, look what Riddle's doing right now. As soon as he jumped on ship, so Adam Cole can be doing the same damn thing. Yeah, I'm. Su- yeah, I'm surprised he hasn't been brought up sooner too. I mean, it, I think it's his time. I think, and it's. I don't know. I'm. I'm ready for anything, but I and I trust the booking in NXT that they're gonna handle it the right way. Yeah. Whatever. He just got that. New, he got that new era, contract too. So he got that new contract. So he's he's ready yeah. to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's ready to do anything. But then, for but the then who's the leader of Undisputed Era? Then if he goes away, I just don't want them to forget about that because that was a faction and that well, he, faction. It, I think it's a well, package maybe, deal, maybe, man. Yeah. What if what if they, well, they all go at the same time? Yeah. I mean, why not? Okay. If the, if now we're talking to all four. All right, count me in. And get ready for this, boys. <laughs> when, when the time comes, this is fucking Vince Russo talking. Joey Russo. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. What'd, you, what'd, you, what'd you have for lunch, Joey? I don't Good old JR you. over here. <laughs> I don't want to tell you over the air. Uh, <laughs> I guarantee. Whoa. Guarantee. This is bold. There, there, oh, will, there will be a fifth member of the, of the, of the Undisputed Era. And his name <laughs> is it Kevin is? Owens. Oh my god. Wait for it. <laughs> how Wait how for can I it. Jersey? Oh Jersey. <laughs> All right. It's gonna happen. Okay. It will happen. Were you drinking he's, on lunch? He's, he's, he, had, he, he, had, he had a bull fit. There's something going on here. It's yeah, bad. He had some sort of fit. That was that's true. There's been there's been a fit. That's not even that's not even a reach statement. If I would have said like uh fucking Sinkara, that I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, but at, at Great American Bash Night Two was great. I mean, yeah, I, I think what they did was was awesome. Like you're you're building up new groups, you're building up new stars, you're you're yeah. adding, you're you're like you're elevating people at the same time. Like I think they they accomplished what they wanted to accomplish, right? They gave us fresh shock value, elevated some stars, um, new faction. I mean, they're hitting on all cylinders. It was a good night. Yeah, good was, night. And they and and they gave you the the two main events that really set it off. No, I agree. I think uh, made it special. Yeah, the ending with the night with the double champ is is a big deal. So I'm excited for Keith Lee. He well deserved. Yeah, it's his time. It was his time. His, his era has now officially begun, and he deserved every yeah. bit of it. And that era will be limitless. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we we weren't alone on on that night of Wednesday, as we never are. Um, bad news. What were your thoughts on night two of Fighter Fest? I thought it was good. I mean, the uh, tag team match with Kenny and Hangman against uh, Private Party was pretty cool. Yeah. Very decent match. I really loved – I thought my favorite match of the night was the eight-man tag team Duh. with uh, FTR and the Young Bucks and all of them against Butcher and Blade and Lucha Bros. I thought that was an incredible match yeah. all around. I mean, the move Ray Phoenix hit – what was that? The um, He did like a suicide was, fucking yeah. destroyer. On the yeah, outside. I mean, it was just an absolutely insane. So that was pretty cool. And – um. Main event was cool, you know, with Cassidy and Jericho. I mean, Jericho, I really thought he was going to put him over, but everyone was saying before, you know, I don't think this feud's over with, so yeah. it'd be pretty cool to keep going down the road. But both both shows very entertaining for both their nights. So as as wrestling fans, we all win. So that's all yeah. you can ask for. You can't you can't say that enough, right? Um, I thought night two of Fighter Fest was very fun. Noodles, what were your thoughts? We know you have great feelings. <laughs> no, I, I did actually enjoy it. Though. It, it was definitely a, a strong, a strong showing. Um, their tag team division, though, is is their strong suit. Clearly, mm-hmm. clear as day. I enjoyed every tag match of the night, especially the uh, FTR and the Young Bucks with Butcher and the Blade and the Lucha Bros. Uh, that was 
that was tremendous. And I love the finish, by the way, setting up, you know, there's limitless options that they can do to set that up going yeah. forward, which is really cool. Uh, Nyla Rose looked like a beast. So, you know, they're helping to build up the women's division there. I know, but still, like, they keep, keep that going. Um, uh, but uh, Jericho and uh, Freshly Squeezed was, uh, was, was a strong, strong main event. And uh, I look forward to that continuing as well. Uh, Jersey, you – you're a big AEW supporter there. Uh, we know you have a lot of I like to say I try to, yeah. I try to make sure I, I give both love to the products when I can. But, uh, Jericho said this may have been his, one of his best matches of all time. Would you agree with that or no? I mean, I've seen a lot of Jericho matches in my yeah. time. I don't Me know too. about best, one of the best ones of all that he's ever done. I mean, the chemistry was there. Like, let's, let's mm-hmm. be honest. Like, they told the story, right? They told yeah. the story. Um, there was great back and forth. There was false finish after false finish. There was... One, you know, was was Cassidy going to win? Was Jericho going to win? Like, mm-hmm. it was really good. It got physical. It went outside the ring. It was inside the ring. They told the full story. So, yeah. was it one of his better matches? I mean, yeah, I think so recently. Obviously, he's in a different part of his career. Um, he's not, you know, not the Lionheart at this time. But um, yeah. I thought it was a good match. I mean, I think yeah, freshly squeezed, man. You know, he's 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 the he's the guy right now, man. Yeah. I love the kicks of the shin every time I see uh, it cracks it up. So funny. I think I think it yeah. orange I, juice in his eyes. Yeah, classic was classic. That's great shit. <laughs> no, I, I just when I see it, it makes me laugh. But no, all jokes aside, I thought it was a really good match. Um, they told a good story. This is not over. I don't think, at least my prediction is, this is yeah. not over. I think we're gonna see uh, inner circle, um, Santana Ortiz and Jericho versus best friends and uh and our boy freshly squeezed. I think it's gonna be the next uh the next kind of um. Maybe I'd, I don't know about fight for the fall, and it might be too soon. It's next week, but yeah. I think probably I think soon though. I think soon, and I think we'll finally get the payoff where we'll see Cassidy go over, but not yet. I agree. What about overall overall thoughts on the, on the night of Fighter Fest nineteen? I thought the night was good. I mean, Nick said it before, man. Their tag team division is loaded and stacked. Like that is that is their calling card, right? Like yeah. tag team wrestling is what is what this company is made around, and. I mean, Omega and Page and Private Party. I mean, Private Party, I didn't know. I mean, Joey, we saw them in Deer Park years yeah. back. Yeah. I didn't know they were that good. Like, yeah, I know we were there. Yeah, we were yeah. athletic, man. Very, very, they were, yeah. they're very good. They're good, man. And I mean, we don't got to say much about Page and Hangman. Uh, I mean, Page and Omega. We know what they're about. But yeah. that was a good match, man. That was really good. And the, and the eight and the eight man tag, limitless possibilities, mm-hmm. unintended. I mean, Young Bucks taking the loss is not a bad loss for them because I, I think that they can't really do much that hurts them. Yeah. They're always so, going to be uh, there. It's always the yeah, for sure. yeah. yeah. So name, I mean, just follows. good night, good night of wrestling. I thought it was a good follow up. Uh, I'm excited to see fight for the fall, and I want to see what happens with uh, Jericho and I mean, excuse me, uh, Moxley and Cage. Yeah, it's interesting. We got the the FT uh, FTW belt. Yeah, yeah. that was groundbreaking. Um, <laughs> just kidding. I had fun. I had fun <laughs> watching that night. Uh, I think. I, I know the numbers came out and NXT did better than AEW on uh, the numbers side, but I think I actually had more fun watching AEW. For it, this is usually not the case for me. I'm usually more when we come out of Wednesday nights. I usually find myself uh, looking at the NXT more than I did AEW. So I was pretty happy with that. Uh, I mean, like you guys said, you can't talk too. You can't talk so much about the tag team division than you already did. It's phenomenal. Uh, every there's no you can throw any tag team together and you just, the the tag team psychology that they have there is what it should be in wrestling in my eyes. Um, Dude, with SCU, you know, I want to throw yeah. it in there too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Exactly. So I mean, there's they're they're really strong there. Mm. Um, 
I hope they put good, good emphasis and focus on it too, which is yeah. good. And you know what I mean? Like they take that seriously and it's old school in my opinion. And that's mm-hmm. part of the reason why I think I like it so much. I mean, smart move. WWE does not take their tag division as seriously. Right. As they so you got to so. be, be yeah. much different, right? It, There's it's a, a clear differentiator. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That was one thing they definitely have capitalized on since they started the, uh, the promotion there. Um, that eight man tag was phenomenal. Uh, mm-hmm. Ray Phoenix is so underrated. Like he's not talked about enough. The guy's athletic ability is insane. I like just watching him from because I, I he was on the Indies. He did PWG and stuff like that. You never really get to see him. You only see him on YouTube. So like now that we're getting to see him on a national a national scale, this guy is unbelievable from all in, all out, and then all the pay per views after that. He's he's top notch stuff. Um, FTR, I think, versus the Young Bucks is inevitable at this point. We, it was like so slight, but what uh, Nick or Matt, I forget which one, super kicked the other one of the FTR guys. Like it's 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 setting up very slow, and we've talked about this slow build, slow burn for these two to finally come to a head. Uh, I was very impressed with that match, and then uh, what else do we have? Uh, now now Rose, which is squash two girls. Yeah, she two girls. Uh, yeah. She's calling in a manager now, though. She didn't give a name, so that, that'll be a nice little uh, tease to see what we're getting with that. And then going forward, we're going to get Mox and, uh, and Cage next week, right? If I for the Fallen, I think that's what they yep. said. So, that's right. I mean, AW's doing the right thing right now. Good uh, follow-up. Good yeah. follow-up to, to the Fighter Fest, back-to-back mm-hmm. back, back to back weeks. I mean, now yeah. you have that to look forward to. They're doing a good job. They, they take it, they're taking advantage of not having – you have Tuesday night and you have Wednesday, right? Yeah. So you can, you can have your slow burns work, and it works well for them. They're capitalizing and – you know? Yeah, I agree. I think they're doing the right thing right now. And again, like Tom said, and you can't say it enough, as wrestling fans, we're winners every Wednesday night. And I don't care what anyone says. You could like one side more than the other. You could talk shit about the other side. You could talk shit about the other. We're winners every Wednesday night. So thank you, AEW and NXT, for providing us with top-notch pro wrestling once a week. And uh, that's that's what I got to say about that. Uh, <laughs> listen, boys. Uh, we promote on our WrestleBuzz Instagram uh, listener question of the week. Uh, usually, we've been taking one every other week, every week. So this week we got three questions, boys. Um, I know you guys did your homework, so I'm not going to hesitate here. Uh, first question comes from our longtime listener, uh, an OG listener, Joe Fami. Uh, not the I forget the not the fake Joe Fami on Twitter. I believe his handle is uh, his his question was, "What is our favorite promo of all time?" Now, there's been a lot. I don't know if you have a couple. It's okay. Uh, Nicky Noodles. Oh, man. My God. Dude, there were so many amazing ones over the years. I mean, how can you not pick anything that Austin's done over the years? The mm. Rock, Kurt Angle. I mean, there's just, the list goes on and on. But there was one, one small promo in particular. There was years back in around 2000, right before the Armageddon pay-per-view where The Rock goes off. I think it was, I think it was a six-man Hell in the Cell match for the title. Mm. And he does an impersonation of every single participant in the match. It was Austin, Undertaker, I think it was uh, Rikishi. Rikishi, yeah. Uh, and and he, just went off. Rock. Yeah, yeah. he just went off on all of them. And that one I always remember to this day because every once in a while I see it on YouTube and, and you just die. That was just yeah. classic rock in all his glory, you know. So that, that, was, that was up there for me. All right, good. Yeah, any, any others? That was, that was the one? No, no. I mean – I mean, you, we could do this forever, but no, nah, I'm just kidding. I'm busting your balls. Go, go right, go right to bad news. Yeah, bad news. <laughs> what do you got for me, buddy? Uh, I was trying to narrow it down, but I can only I narrowed it down to three because these ones really made an impact in my life. So I'll go from number three, the formation of the NWO, just the whole shock of that Hogan turning heel for the first time in forever. 
They see telling fans to go stick it. I mean, to hear Hulk Hogan say that was Dude. unbelievable. I mean, to this day, it's still shocking. You know, he, and the anniversary was like just a few days ago. So yeah. 24 years ago, which is crazy. Crazy. So that's that's number three. Number two, got to go with Austin 316. Mm-hmm. Because of what that represented for him, his career, and for the company, really. I mean, the King of the Ring one, right, Tommy? Yeah. King King of the Ring, yeah. yeah. That's top notch. Yeah, for sure. If he did, if he doesn't say that promo, I mean, I don't know what happened. Maybe they lose the, the Monday Night Wars. Who knows, you know? Yeah, it could be a whole different era right now. Yeah, we, and, we'd be reviewing WCW and AEW. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> and my number one, it's, it's funny you bring that, number one promo of all time. Gotta be when Y2J debuted on WWE, man. Oh. Absolutely amazing when he showed up and interrupted the Rock of all people. Just, just awesome. One of my favorite promos of, I'm actually my favorite promo of all time. So that's my list right there. Yeah, I was saying before to you, Tom. Uh, sometimes it's not the actual promo that's delivered; it's like the event that leads up to it. And the, like when you said, like the NWO when that happened, like you. Hogan saying those things, it, it may not have been like the most articulate promo, but the, the fact that the event was happening, that he turned heel, that he yeah, was yeah. from this group, like that makes the uh, the promo even that much better. Uh, NJ3, hit it, and it says with it here. All right. Well, I made a couple because I wasn't sure what the guys were going to go with, so I was going to yeah. try to be a little bit different. Uh, Tommy and I have a very same track mind. Um, yeah. We love our comics. We love our Yankees. And we sure as hell love the same promos. But there was one promo that he didn't mention, which I will use as my promo, um, just because it broke the fourth wall. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it was crazy the time when it happened. I'm sure you guys know what I'm going with. I mean, when yeah. CM Punk dropped that pipe bomb, yeah. and when John Cena was in the ring, and he was laying on top of a broken table, and CM Punk sat uh, Indian style at, on the top of the ramp, yeah. and he literally – and they cut him off on live TV, and he mm-hmm. kept going – I mean, that's kind of when, like, it really, like, crossed the line and blurred line of, like, real versus scripted. So, for me, I mean, that's one that I remember to this day. I mean, and he wore the, he won the, he wore the Austin shirt. I think you're wearing right now, B, if I'm not mistaken. That is it. Yes. Yes, yep. yes, yes he did. So, I mean, as you clearly see, it stuck out in my head in that moment. So, that was, that really kind of, uh, wow. And that, launch, right that, there. That, that launch punk big time too man like yeah. really, really put him in a nice nice situation there the summer of punk that's what it was yeah <laughs> that was a hot summer joseph Listen, you? So I, you know i mean you know the deal like, i always <laughs> shoot myself in the foot by going around the table and not hit myself you guys said 14 promos that i probably i could have said myself uh the pipe bomb i mean definitely was the one that stuck out to me here uh and then also hogan joined the nwo i think uh something that always sticks in my head is like this is the new world order of wrestling brother and like that really just fucking it gives you chills when you watch it now like I, it's like little things like that um i think that my favorite promo of all time is heat slater on uh, monday night raw i'm just kidding <laughs> 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 um I hey, love, it could be yeah, yeah maybe down the line you never yeah. know you gotta watch it back uh i like the, like funny ones too like back in the day like vince russo calling out hogan for being a piece of shit and like uh like it just like stuff like that like like I, when when you break the fourth wall the pipe bomb really hits it on the head right so um i i have no one in particular you guys kind of went over every single one that i would think of um that's where i'm shooting myself in the foot here being what about when bull dempsey went up against baron corbin back in nxt 2015 <laughs> There was no promo. No words were said. He just lost. Like a fucking there we go. Yeah. There we go. Uh, you know how it is. Uh, thank you, Joe Fami, for the question. That's uh, much Yeah, man. Good, good, good question. Joe. Very, very yeah. good uh, question. Another question we have here is from uh, another longtime <laughs> listener, uh, our good friend Nick Morello, a.k.a. MJF. Uh, he wants to know – it's probably going to be the same answer all around. 
he said he wanted to know what our favorite decade of wrestling was and what, what actually what decade would we watch for the rest of our lives. I figured we go with like an, a certain era because if you hit decade, we've only been alive for three decades. So <laughs> yeah, we want to choose out of three options here. Uh, so you guys can go either era or decade, whatever you want to go with. I'm going to go first because I know the same answer going to be given around the whole fucking thing. Uh, you know what? You know, and then give, give a good reason why. Yeah. Just give a good reason why. So I'm going to go with the ruthless aggression era. I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm going <laughs> to go with the attitude era. Duh. Uh, I think because being that age that we were at, what were we like? Any, range, range from anywhere from like 10 to. Might even a little earlier. I would say probably eight, nine. Eight or nine. nine. Yeah, yeah to however many years after like we, Te- a, teenage years pretty yeah, much when mm. you didn't like realize like what was going on you just loved everything like it was like it was like a little a uh, break from reality like that we have that back then that was like different from what we watched before that's so, like you grow up in the golden era with like hogan warrior and then you see titties and and Oops. and uh ooh, <laughs> oh shoot i can't say that word <laughs> boobies and uh and and good wrestling and the good promos and like edgy stuff on tv it's like uh, am i supposed to be watching this but no my mom thinks i'm watching wrestling so it was like you don't even like it was that whole era was great Rewatching it back now it's still great and to anyone that says that 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 era sucked can i have two words for you you know what it is so um the anyone could argue the best era of all time in pro wrestling. I don't care what anyone says, whether you were born before it or born now, go back and watch it. Uh, it's going to be the best area I've seen. We've gotten Stone Cold, The Rock, Triple H, Kane, Undertaker. The list goes on of names that we got out of that era. And there's really, that's all you have to say. I mean, you guys can go. N- Nicky Noodles, what was your favorite era of all time? Hit me. Uh, st- definitely the Attitude Era, yeah. but specifically 97 to like 02 in that mm. five, six year window was the pinnacle of hypes of wrestling, right? It, yeah. it took over WCW. You got the birth of Stone Cold Steve Austin, which exploded everything. I mean, everything that they were doing back then was groundbreaking. It was inventive. Uh, it was risque in a way. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, I remember my father tuning in every Monday night, my mom watching every Monday night too. You know what I mean? Like, it was an exciting period. It was funny. It was real. It was raw. Um, it was, it was special. And then the development of, of so many legends during that time period, you know, you had Triple H coming in and, and at that point, right? So I had to tail into that. And the golden years of Austin and The Rock, I mean, it just didn't get any better angle. I mean, you could just talk about that era forever. Yeah. And don't forget, like, this also brought us the Monday Night Wars. So, I mean, like, it's not even just the attitude era in... But the competition was so fierce at that time, yeah, yeah for sure. And, you, and speaking of you saying how your mom and dad watched with you, too, I remember me and my dad would watch and flip back and forth between Nitro and then Monday Night Football would be on there, too. We'd have the favorite set up on the TV on the box, right? Remember the hot box back in the day? <laughs> um, but I'm starting to think about it now. Was my dad only watching it for the boobies? <laughs> oh boy my father would always tune in for the first 15 minutes because right away it was it was started off the show with a bang it was someone cutting yeah. a legit top of the line promo and the comedy was always there and with austin and mcmahon i mean it was just it didn't well, get any better than that i think my dad was a big goldberg mark back in the day <laughs> Who wasn't see that yeah. <laughs> Uh, NJ3, what do you got? Favorite era of all time? Favorite decade? I mean, it's got it's to gotta be the Attitude Era. I mean, the Attitude Era had the, the Monday Night Wars in it, and nothing like the NWO and Sting and Goldberg versus DX versus Undertaker, The Rock, and Austin. I mean, that time was just something that we probably will never see again in our lifetime. And, and to be honest, I think one thing that ruins wrestling a little bit are the dirt sheets and that the internet to be very honest mm-hmm. i i miss being able to tune in and truly not know what's going to happen who's going to show up when scott Hall showed up on monday night 
um, Nitro, it was like, wait, what? Yeah. Razor Ramon? What is he doing <laughs> over there? Like, you don't get that today, and you'll never get that again. Mm-hmm. That's well, why it was special. Never There's always a dirt never. sheet. There's always a dirt sheet. There's always someone out there. There's always a Nicky Noodles keyboard warring <laughs> out his little, his little, you know, to his trolls trying to get us going. No, I'm just kidding. But you know what I mean? Like that's like that's the stuff, man. Like where the stuff that happened behind the scenes wasn't for us to know because it wasn't available at that time. And that's why I feel like it made it so special because I was able to really just enjoy what I was watching, and you never knew what you were gonna get. Yeah, the, sur- the surprise factor was just so important back then, right? To, to- to know that you had something to look forward to and you could actually be shocked at that point. Right. You'd, and it was new and it was fresh and you know, they might not have been the greatest in ring technicians all the time, but they were all those guys with the complete package of just legends, man. It was just, it was special era yeah. of wrestling. God bless. Oh, don't forget about Shawn Michaels too. Uh, oh God. HBK <laughs> for my boy Zanny out there. Zanny. I know HBK. I got you brother. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. I'll put noodles in his place. <laughs> Bad news. Now, I know you said before you came on, you're like, I only have one year as my favorite. It's 2001 WCWs. But I said you had to choose a decade, <laughs> era, not a year. So, uh, what's your decision here? What are you going to go David with? Arquette, no, no, huh? No, no. Make it a clean sweep for the Attitude Era. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, just everything. What Stone Cold was doing with the, the beer truck, the Zamboni going against McMahon. I mean, it was just awesome. The Hell in a Cell match between Taker and Mankind. I mean, where can you can't go wrong with that stuff. You really yeah. can't. And it was at an age when, you know, I was, I was almost like I was a teenager, and it was just, I thought it was the coolest thing in the world. So, and, you know, what WCW was doing with the NWO and the whole thing, you know, coming down from the rafters was pretty cool. You know, they're in, you know, that whole 90s type of thing, you know. So, like we said now, with the Wednesday, we win every Wednesday. We won every Monday. The rest of Absolutely. I can see little Tommy with the crotch chops in school. Oh, okay. when, when, yeah. when the teachers are turning around, I can see little Tommy I, throwing the crotch okay. chops. And I, I flipped off a couple of teachers saying, you know, I'm still cold. So, you, know. <laughs> you, son, you, you son of a bitch. You did, didn't you? Wow. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, thanks, Nick Morello, again for the uh, question. I know you're going to ask a question every week, so hopefully we can get in there. Uh, thanks, Mo. MJF. Yeah. MJF. Thanks, MJF. Yep. Uh, third, third and final question. This one is is a good one here. Uh, from Joe Ford from the uh, Four Brothers Bracket Podcast. I got that right, Tom? Mm-hmm. Yes, it's you your, did. It's your your second podcast. Your yes. lower level. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, oh, no, 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 that was a joke. That was a joke. First, you got to stay primary here. Uh, his question was, what was it again? Uh, to cast the uh, wrestlers as Avengers and current roster wrestlers as the Avengers. Um, I'm, Tom, I'm gonna start with you. You're the Avenger. You're the comic guy here, along with Jersey, but more or less. Uh, what are we going? What do we decide? What characters are we going with? We got you list them all for us first, and then go with. Uh, who we you're got. Uh, we got. Well, we got. You know, from the movies, we got Captain America. Okay. Iron Man, Thor, Incredible Hulk, Hawkeye, and Black Widow. Okay, great. All right, so hit us with uh, who you got. Captain America. You gotta go with Cena. I mean. <laughs> I mean, who else? Who else can you go with right there? I mean, <laughs> maybe maybe you say Roman, but nah, you gotta go with Cena with that one. Okay. Iron Man, I kind of had a tough time going back and forth, but I think you know Iron Man could be a little cocky, you know, and everything. But the guy he gets the job done, and who's better than that than Mr. AJ Styles? Ooh, okay. You know, I think you know that Thor. I had Mr. Roman Reigns. He just I don't know. He kind of looks like Thor to me, with but with dark hair, obviously. Yeah. Hulk, I had a, I got two guys. One got Braun Strowman, mm-hmm. you know, because he destroy, yeah, likes to destroy stuff. And I also got Mr. Brock Lesnar, because you know, 
he also does the same thing. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say my Black Widow, I'm going to say Becky Lynch. Just because, you know. It's fair. For obvious reasons. So I'll let you go with that. <laughs> yeah. And my Hawkeye, I have very, a very interesting one because I always felt Hawkeye was the most underutilized Avenger out of everybody. I mean, yeah, he shoots arrows, but also, dude's an awesome martial artist. And who's the most underutilized guy on WWE roster right now? Mr. Cesaro. So I'm going to say Cesaro for Hawkeye. Mm. I like that, Tom. So that's that's my list. I'm going to split off the other uh, comic guy here and go with Noodles next. Uh, what do you got first? <laughs> my list is pretty pretty similar to Tommy Boy's, to be honest. Okay. Uh, Black Widow was certainly Becky Lynch. Um, the Hulk, I certainly had Strowman. Um, for Thor, though, I'm going to mix it up a little bit. I got Drew McIntyre as oh, Thor. Okay. I like that. Mm. I like that. All right. Uh, Captain America, of course, is none other than the great John Cena. For Iron Man, as much as I liked AJ Styles in that role, I went Randy Orton. Guy who's been doing it a long time and has yeah. that dual personality. Yeah. Um, and Hawkeye, I had Seth Rollins. Mm. Similar attire, um, <laughs> and uh, it was it was pretty interesting. So, yeah, I like go that. get go get him, Juris. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, listen, you you guys are doing good. I mean. I mean, I think Captain America is pretty much. I don't know if it, I don't know if Joey's gonna make it a clean sweep, but I mean, if it, John Cena's Captain America, I mean, come on, it makes perfect sense. I'm all about breaking up um, clean sweeps, so you know that. <laughs> it would up. I mean, the whole thing went Brock Lesnar, right? I mean, I just I, I was with Tommy too, like Braun or Brock. I just went Brock because I figured someone was gonna go Braun, so I was gonna try to like do my best to like, you know, think of, um, you know, try to be different if I could. Thor, I went Triple H. Now I know he's not okay. active. That's, I know he's not. Dude, like, we don't have to get in particular. Active, he's still around. But, he's around. But I feel like I feel like with long hair, Triple H, and 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 Thor. I mean, like classic. You know? Yeah. When it's Sledge Hammer, you know. Yeah. My Black Widow. I want Alexa Bliss because I think of her in that Harley Quinn little little get up that she did um, back in NXT. So I just like the idea of um, you know. So not gonna get a knock from the me Black on that Widow one. I I knew I wouldn't. <laughs> That's the only time Noodles will be on my side. <laughs> um, Hawkeye, I actually went with noodles with Seth Rollins. Um, you know what I mean? And then for Iron Man, I went I went with Tommy, AJ Styles. And then my Thanos is Mr. McMahon. Yeah. Vinny Thanos, Mac. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a I think that's a given, right? I figured that would be. Yeah. Wow. Um I was you know what, as you guys were going along your list, I'm like, who the fuck else can I say here? I was trying to like think of like going against the green. It's really hard to uh obviously Captain America, just get it out of the way. It's John Cena, no doubt in my mind. If it was like a little earlier on, maybe Kurt Angle would have been posable, but he's not, you know. Mm. Um, yeah. Hulk, fucking Brock Lesnar, obviously. You thought you have to. It's like fucking jacked up Hulk. It makes sense. It's just, it's what it is. I wanted to go like Thor and like Hulk Hogan because like uh, Chris Hemsworth is playing Hulk Hogan. Uh, yeah. That would have been perfect. But uh, yeah, he's not active. Hulk's not yeah. active. So. <laughs> But I do like the Triple H one. I was going to go um, – I think I was going with Orton for Thor. It's because I'm – I don't know. I was trying to, like, match up. I'm not really, like, a super uh, Marvel guy. I'm just trying to, like, make sense of it, though. But I like Triple H. Long-haired Triple H is good with me. Um, Hawkeye, I had Seth Rollins. Black Widow had Becky Lynch. I mean, you guys are killing me here. And then uh, Iron Man, I had uh, – I actually had – no, no, no. I'm like I lied. No, 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 yeah. I had Austin Theory as Iron Man. I just saw that, like, oh, like the cocky okay. uh, mindset for it. So Sure. Am I done here? Is that it? 
Did I get everybody? I mean, yeah. I mean, you would lose. You would lose to Thanos with um, Austin Theory as your Iron Man, but no, not a problem, man. We're not. Are we booking matches next? Like next week? Right? No, oh, no. I'm just messing. I'm just messing. That was a great question. Really, yeah, fun Joe to Ford. Think about. Thank you very much. Yeah, that was. Yeah. We want the very creativity. Good. We want to talk about different things. We want to relate to people that maybe aren't so familiar with the current uh, product that we talk about in the beginning of the show. So send us your questions. Uh, I post something. Uh, Every week, once or once or twice a week on the WrestleGram, uh, WrestleGram, WrestleBuzz Instagram at <laughs> WrestleBuzz, or just tweet at me at WrestleBuzz with three Z's on Twitter. Uh, we try to answer many questions, as many questions as we can. Uh, try to get in our little hour window that we yeah, have. Yeah, and we got an AEW question line, lined up for next week. So yeah, we have another question yeah. on top of that lined up for next week from our boy Eric James. From Paper questions Chips. are coming everywhere. Yeah. It's yeah. unbelievable. People want to get in. They want our knowledge. Yeah. You know, we're we're pretty knowledgeable guys here, so uh, <laughs> people want our opinion. Uh, boys, hey, episode 12, it's been real. Uh, what a week of wrestling. Next week, we got uh, uh, Fight for the Fallen and AEW. Um, we're, we're recording before SmackDown again this week, so, you know, it's SmackDown, right? I think, are they promoting anything big for tonight? Uh, anything we got at Jersey you know, off the top of your head? I didn't write it down. Uh, I mean, I'm sure there'll be fallout from Sheamus and Jeff Hardy angle from the uh, the toast. I'm sure we'll see a little bit of that. Um, you'll probably see, I think we're going to, I think they're going to answer if, um, Matt Riddle is going to get a title shot against AJ. Okay. Um, you know, I think we kind of might see a little bit of, a little bit of that and, and may, might get some more brawn and the swamp match at the, the horror Ooh. show. That is extreme rules. Yeah. Next week we'll so, have our predictions. We've got a couple things. Got a couple things yeah. to watch for tonight. And I think the uh, tag tiles are on the line tonight with yes. Shinsuke yep. and Cesaro against New Day. So, Ooh, okay. cool. That'd be interesting. Right. so we yeah, got some cool. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Some stuff. Tune in. So I'm excited. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll get we'll share our opinions on our social media aspects there. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, episode 12 Wrestling Journal podcast. I am Joseph Crush with the boys here. Top guys out.